Hello, everybody. Assalamualaikum to this very special episode. I say that to every episode, I think. Very special. Yeah, but this is truly special. Yeah, this is like from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. This basically, (laughs) this episode, we're just going to talk about like tips and things we can make ourselves better for Ramadan because, inshallah, we want to have a good Ramadan. There's like, I don't know how many, two weeks or less than two weeks left. Less than two weeks left. Time yeah. is flying so fast. Like it was just December, like a minute ago. I don't understand, but yeah, subhanallah. Uh, so we just have like ten points, I think. And okay. what are you most excited about this Ramadan? Hmm, I'm excited, honestly. Like I know it's so cheesy, but like to change my life or like improve. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like I don't know. I was talking actually on this kind of like our first point, but um, I was like talking to somebody about like preparing for Ramadan, and then. She was like, what do you mean? Like, preparing for Ramadan. Like, you just need to fast and then read Quran and that's it. Like, you know? Yeah. But it's like, that's not like, the the purpose of it is not just to like, be hungry and then overeat at night. And then obviously like, food vibes and like, mm-hmm. you know, all that like, you know, it's like um, a nice vibe and everything. But like, the most important thing is that you like, develop a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you come yeah. out as an even stronger Muslim. So I feel like fasting for that reason and like, um, having that intention in mind is like the most important yeah um I mean as a child to be honest I never understood you know, Ramadan is really mm-hmm. a spiritual thing and not gonna lie I did have like a really bad Ramadan last year but inshallah this Ramadan is gonna be good but um I mean the Ramadan like the month of Ramadan throughout the whole 12 months I feel like it's your ultimate chance to get to know your God better to get to know yourself better like it's mm-hmm. just such a beautiful spiritual connection you know um so inshallah we all get to use that chance and yeah um let's get started yes so actually just as you were saying like getting to know god better in yourself um the ayah for fasting is um oh believers fasting is prescribed for you as it was for those before you so perhaps you will be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um like of Allah in the ayah but it's um it like says the reason right there that like the reason for it is like to become mindful of Allah and like to to carry that with you for the rest of the year so I just find that like really nice that it's Mm -hmm. it's in the Quran and I've never really like read that verse when I was growing up like I was just like yeah Yeah. same I thought it's just like (laughs) Like the reason for me in the growing up, the reason I would always ask my parents, like, why are we fasting? Wait, like, what is the whole point of it? And honestly, all I understood was for us to like, um, I guess, empathize or like sympathize with, you know, with people the poor. Who, oh my God. With the poor. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, I understood that. And that was my intention. But like, as I grow up, I'm like, there's more to it. Like there's like restricting yourself from food, from like all of the entertainment you would, that you wouldn't possibly do during Ramadan or during the day is just such a huge like um, mental and spiritual challenge that brings you closer to Allah, therefore um, makes you mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yes. you know? Oh my God, that was so well phrased. Like, yeah, growing up, it's like, oh, so we could like see how poor people feel and stuff. And then now I realize like when you grow up, like when you're fasting as you like get older, it's just kind of changes like obviously you still empathize but like mm-hmm. when you're hungry you're not like oh people are hungry a crowd like no it's yeah. like you know you you're feel like no that. i'm doing like, this for allah like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so basically that intention is really really important like now when we actually have the chance when we make our intention to fast 
will make it fully recognizing that yes, it's fully based on um, our ibadah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also there's another hadith It says uh, Whoever observes fast during the months of Ramadan Out of sincere faith And hoping to attain Allah's reward Then all his past sins will be forgiven Yeah, for sure I actually, like I came across this hadith literally yesterday Like I had no idea that like all your <laughs> Yeah, um, same when I was researching I was like, wait, it does? Really? <laughs> yeah, so it's Yeah, subhanAllah um, And like going into like Ramadan Like knowing that And like you know, obviously, like, filling the criteria, like, out of sincere faith, hoping to attain Allah's rewards, and then once the month is, like, ends, you're kind of, like, a fresh person, mm. you know, like, Mm-mm. you can leave everything behind and just, like, move forward, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, there's also one last one that's, like, if fasting is a shield, so when one of you is fasting, he should neither indulge in obscene language, nor should he raise his voice in anger, and if someone attacks him or insults him, let him say, I'm fasting, which is, I'm pretty sure means Allahumma inni sa'im, because like that's yeah. literally, I totally remember when I was like, um, <laughs> whenever I was growing up and I was just like, we would we would want to be like cursing each other out, me and my siblings fighting during fasting, we'd just be like, Allahumma inni sa'im, and we're just like, <laughs> like we just want to, you know, but like we just say Allahumma inni sa'im, or sometimes it's even come out by mistake, you know, like we'd actually curse each other out. We'd be like, yeah, or like, anything like that. And we're like, oh, wait, Allah, <laughs> you know? I take um, it back. <laughs> yeah, but it really does have to do with like sincere patience, you know? Yeah, especially, um, I feel like with younger siblings and stuff, it's so easy, like, to just lash out and like, um, and like parents with kids and stuff. It's just like, I don't know, especially when you're hungry and you're tired and it's just yeah. like hangry, you know? <laughs> Basically <laughs> hangry, yeah. So, yeah, but um, I guess one of our like, uh, one of our first tips is to make your tongue used to the kid and the name of Allah instead of cursing. So you can like, I know my mom does this a lot. Like if we bother, she's like, Hasbunallah when I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so but that's so beautiful. <laughs> I wish I'm like that. Like inshallah, I become, I, I practice that even during Ramadan, you know, and even af- outside Ramadan, like, oh my God, even um, one of uh, our neighbors we met and she was like uh, a year older than me. Last year I met her and uh, whenever she'd find something amazing or something like wow she'd be like Allahu Akbar I'm like wait like and it was so used on her tongue like it was just such a normal casual and the way I'm like so amazed by this it sounds kind of sad because I feel like it should be normal like we just say like instead of saying like oh my god like I mean oh my god is like oh my god but like you know if you actually say subhanallah like in normal things but also in yeah. anger in moments of anger where you just want to like yeah. you know you just be like yeah Allah or like like it's just such a beautiful thing to have it used on your tongue you know yeah yeah do you know that like i don't know if you came across this tiktok but this tiktok audio is like subhanallah we'll insert it um somewhere Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Subhanallah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I love like I love that so much because it's like it makes it so so more normal to say. And I feel like Ramadan's like that month. Like if mm. you're like with your friends or something, you can replace like bad words or something. You're like, 
subhanallah yeah. this happened to me today <laughs> like i don't know but i think it should yani in ramadan of course we should take advantage of it and start practicing but like even outside ramadan it should be like all year long you know and a lot of the things we do in ramadan should be all year long but i feel like you know it's just a good for example um for example i cut off like tv shows last year in ramadan Uh, and then after it I, I just didn't have any desire to watch I mean I did watch like eventually but like it was such a like thing I was used to so I feel like I had to, a lot of things I mean we'll get to this uh, later on into the episode but like a lot of bad habits we could actually cut off like for good mm-hmm. if we start off small by cutting it off in Ramadan and then eventually it could be so easy for us to the point that we'd cut it off all year yeah um, okay what else the third point is Danae to charity especially in the last 10 days yeah the yeah. <laughs> reason why it's so important uh, to do it for the last 10 days but wait there is actually a hadith uh, the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam um would give charity throughout the year but increase his sadaqa during ramadan um but the reason why you know we're saying especially in the last 10 days is because uh, laylatul qadr Um, yeah. which could lie on some people say it's 27 or something or 23 or 29 but we actually don't know for sure but it could lie on any of these 10 days Wait. yeah there's actually an eye about it um so in surah al-qadr um laylatul qadri khayrun min alfi shahr so the night of decree is better than a thousand months come on there's a hadith that the prophet says whoever prays on laylatul qadr out of faith and sincerity shall have all their past sins forgiven um and so a thousand months is i think 70 or so years so basically like a human lifetime and it's as if you're mm. doing that like act of worship like over and over again mm. for your whole life So, um, subhanAllah, that's like, it's really great to give charity then. And I think yeah. there's like this charity called My Last 10 Days or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure of the name, but we'll like insert it. Um, but they basically like automate your donation. So every day you donate. Oh, And imagine so cool. even if you donated like $1, like imagine times like 70. Like that's just, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> yeah that's so beautiful i had like childhood memories of the last 10 days when we would go to the mosque and like um i don't know what's the exact word but like we'd sleep until fajr like we'd go oh. not sleep like make ibadah until fajr not sleep oh. in the mosque like sleep sleep over. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> itikaf, yes. um but yeah it was such a beautiful time like i actually and i was like what like i was 12 and i still felt like a like a deep connection and yeah. um Yeah, number five. I actually five. love that so much. I also, um, if your local mosque has like uh, Atika program or like there's Qiyam for a couple, like um, for like an hour. So my masjid too, um, they used, used to also have suhoor. So like suhoor oh, together. Yeah, yeah, Qiyam. same. Yeah. <laughs> so it's That honestly so such beautiful. a nice time. Yeah. Yeah, inshallah, yeah. So our fifth tip is to build healthy habits and obviously to start small and steady. So I was listening to this um, uh, lecture talking about like getting ready for Ramadan. And he said like, um, when you're like, when you're um, starting a habit, like make sure to start really small because um, oftentimes when we just start, we're like so excited and we have like a huge habit that we want to do. And like, you know, one hour of this a day and you just want to like dive into it. But sometimes you find that like you're not motivated as motivated 10 days in and you want your habits to last because um, uh, there's a hadith too that like um, the most beloved acts to God are those 
actually I'll like insert it in but basically yeah. like small and consistent um even at like consistent uh, even yeah, if it's yeah. small yeah so um what's it called so going into it like and he said one way to do this is like think of a goal and then like uh divide it in half and then like if it still looks you know divide it in half again and divide it like make it really small yeah so the, yeah to the point he was talking about swimming and he's like oh um if you want to like you know swim a kilometer or something like no just your first goal is to like go to the pool every day and like dip your toes in and then leave and then like that's small you know but like having that habit so i found yes, that like I really really cool the mistake i did last ramadan um, I didn't have a habit before Ramadan of reading Quran every day. So it was like a very sudden, like, um, we went into Ramadan. I'm like, yeah, I want to finish the Quran. I want to, like, um, do the khitama um, and read the whole thing, inshallah. But um, it didn't work out because it was, like, too sudden. And it was not, like, it was, like, from nothing to everything, you know, from zero uh, quantity during my normal day-to-day -day life to, like, 20 pages because like you know how you're supposed to do 20 pages yeah. every day if you want to finish it and it did not work out I also su suggest like making it a habit before Ramadan and it doesn't have to be like mm -hmm. also extreme it could be like as you said you know simple simple steps baby steps you know yeah easier way into it that's actually amazing maybe you can like start like read one page and then uh, obviously I think by the time we post this it'll already be Ramadan yeah but, um, <laughs> but you know like it's especially like even if just at the start of Ramadan like um you don't have to jump into the 20 pages right away like you can yeah. listen to it but another hack that um we were talking about um yesterday is like you can split it up throughout your day so one way you could split it is that since there's five periods after each prayer like read four pages um and then one thing I found too is that sometimes like you know how like we spent we literally I literally personally spend so much time on like youtube shorts or tiktok or like you know those apps mm -hmm. and just watch it and like two hours go by and it's like subhanallah what if like instead of opening tiktok this month you open the quran app and you just start reading and then like yeah. just whenever you're waiting you're waiting for a bus you're waiting for this like just read and then bookmark it and then keep going and you'll yeah. find that like i think it'll just go by pretty fast because um it's not going to be like yeah. the two hour tiktok session like i mean like, and so. in today's world it's so easy like we literally have the quran the mushaf in our phones so um yeah. we don't even have have an excuse like if we were outside as you said like if we're waiting for something because there's just so much time in our day and i'm i'm so mm -hmm. like i'm 100 sure even the busiest person in the world could still make time for you know ibadah like uh, reading the quran and mm -hmm. um of course, intention counts, but that brings us to the sixth tip, which is understanding the Quran. Like, um, of course, reciting is very important, but you know, there's something that really stuck by me is that um, I actually saw it today on TikTok, but I should definitely read TikTok in Ramadan. Um, <laughs> this girl was like, um, each Muslim, each born Muslim, should still relearn the Islam on our on their own. You know, like mm -hmm. they should still, because you know how we're raised, we're taught, we're like sent to Quran lessons, we're sent to, um, it's our like, uh, especially in Arab countries or Muslim countries, um, you have Islamic studies as a lesson, like it's not even, you don't even choose it. So um, as you grow up, you have to start choosing, you have to start taking that initial step to, you know, seek the knowledge by yourself, because it's not something you get on your plate and just be like, mm, it's like a chore or something. No, you have to actually go ahead. We could also like start small, like uh, two Ramadans ago, I was like, I really, really want to learn. Like, I feel like when I hear um, adults speak or like scholars speak about um, 
the sira, I feel like I have no idea what they're talking about. And I feel like I, I'm literally missing out on something I should I shouldn't be. So, you know, you could really start small by literally watching like uh, Sira cartoon, like uh, Prophet Muhammad or uh, all the Prophet's uh, stories on YouTube. Like it's literally, we live in such a, like it's such, we have such easy access to this knowledge. So we don't really have an excuse. I remember grade nine, um, I watched a video by Ida Aslan. I don't know if you know her, but wait, I you love do her. Know her. Yeah, 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 I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I, oh my God, I loved her videos. They really like helped me and stuff. But she was talking about like how to love a man you never met. And I was like, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a juicy video, like, oh, arranged marriage. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but um, she was talking about like the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and how like, so. you know, she's never like met him and stuff, but we still need to have that like love for him and we can learn about him through like mm-hmm. um, lectures and, and books and everything. Cause like, like he would stand in like prayer and like pray for us and like you know like cry for us and everything and like he and he had changed the world and like brought islam to like so Mm. many people and that's how like islam came to us especially like born muslims and stuff and people like who reverted like the guidance came and stuff so like he sacrificed so much and he did so much and it's like we don't i don't even know anything like I would not know even like when I was in grade nine, I was like, remember my Islamic studies class from like grade seven? It's like, oh, Battle of Badr. Like, that's all I. Yeah. So, subhanAllah, I started like, there's this series by Sheikh Yasir Qadi, and my brother told me, he's like, oh, yeah, you should watch it. But it was like an hour for each lecture, and there was a hundred of them. Like, excuse me, like, what do you think? (laughs) I'm just going to watch that. Like, I, at the time, it was really. You know, especially now with TikTok and stuff, it's like all shorter mm-hmm. videos. So, um, but honestly, like, subhanAllah, I feel like once you actually start playing it, especially in Ramadan, I feel like, you know, the distractions are a bit less. So you're able to have like mm-hmm. a longer attention span and just like listen to it. Even if it's just five minutes a day, you're learning about the Prophet. I feel yeah. like it's so important in Ramadan to like start building that because it'll, yeah. it's really like, he's the example. Like Quran is the manual for life, but he's, like, you know, when there's a concept in math, for example, like they'll say the concepts and then there's like, OK, let's actually do an example or like, you know, and then that helps mm-hmm. solidify everything. So when you see a human being actually practicing the Quran, then it's like, I don't know, it goes hand in hand, like understanding yeah. the Quran and then um, learning about the Prophet. So. Oh, wait. OK, so the reason why the recitation of the Quran in Ramadan has a special importance is because. Uh, during this month, during Ramadan, uh, it was actually revealed to Prophet uh, Muhammad and it became like the source of complete guidance for us. Like a quick reminder, which we probably all know, but like still it's important to keep in mind, and that there are 10 words for each letter that you recite from the Quran. So yeah, it's, yeah, and a tip could be, I think you did mention it, when we do tarawih, uh, we could actually uh, read the Quran to finish it. Because we have five prayers, the fourth prayers. After every prayer, twenty pages, and then oh, that. Oh wait, yeah. After every prayer, sorry. After every prayer, four pages. But then four times five is twenty, so twenty pages a day. Um, and then uh, what's it called? And then if we need extra time, command if we weren't able to do that, then in the prayers, in the fourth prayers, then we could also read it in tarawih. Yeah. And yeah. So um, our seventh tip is to, or I think eighth now, um, to be of service. And um, I came across this like, tip and uh, I wasn't, because honestly in Ramadan, I feel like I'm like, I'm going to just stop everything, every club I'm involved in, every volunteer, like, you know, just, I just want to go to the mountains and like do my ibadah, you know, but it's like, 
um subhanallah like ramadan came like to show us like that what we need is actually very little like to function mm-hmm. like work and stuff and that we're still we still should like the um the sahaba would literally like they had war during ramadan and they mm. still fought and everything like and so for us it's like no like we should still like do our school work and like actually like make your daily work ibadah mm. so you could study for the sake of allah and have that intention so i feel like it's not to like don't take away your like extracurriculars or whatever you're involved in just change your intention and like also from the beginning you should yeah. have that like intention but shift your intention and remind yourself like this is for Allah's sake yeah for the betterment of the ummah whatever it is and then inshallah after Ramadan you continue that intention it's just like making your you know your things more intentional that you're working on and yeah. um that a lot of things are about they not just like put on and pray although those are very important in Ramadan but yeah definitely um, I guess in no command because and hatta I was like ugh, I wish I could just like you know as you said go to the mountains and just drive out and no I honestly just I want to do it like at least once in my life where I just leave everything and just go like to Mecca and like like I feel like that would be so like for the whole month um but yeah I was also thinking you know what should I stop and what should I not stop but um i guess that is a really really good point where if you if you do have to study like you can't just like you know often you're you're encouraged to like seek knowledge in islam and stuff and you're encouraged to help others and like if your job is like if you're a doctor if you're um doing social work or anything you're actually do you are helping others and that is that could be ibadah if you do shift your intentions as he said so um we don't have to like completely cut um the simple things in our lives like our jobs and our family blacks like you know we should do it even more maybe um but what we should probably cut off is like bad habits and uh music tv shows like anything that could bring more fitna to our day and um i just i never really noticed it before and i thought it was like a normal thing to like uh, just watch shows all the time but i would always see like the effect of it on me afterwards like i would feel very empty and even books like books that are fiction um i would feel very empty afterwards so it really is important to like the biggest mistake i did last ramadan was continue a fiction book um throughout the first 10 days of ramadan and and it was the saddest book ever it was thousand splendid sons do you remember oh. it? did you read it yet no i didn't i read the kite runner yeah um don't you don't have to read it <laughs> no but i read it but like not in ramadan but no. yeah i made the mistake to read it in ramadan and it was so heartbroken and it was so like mentally exhausting and it drained all like my mental energy so yeah it, it, like basically cutting off like all the unnecessary entertainment um yeah, but yeah that's such a good point and i feel like i'm um, replacing that like if you're reading yeah. a fiction book maybe you can like read a book about the sahaba or the like there's still Mm-mm. you know the real stories but like it's still you know somewhat of like a storyline and like this happened and that happened so it's like you know but it brings you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. and like you know it's not just entertainment and it's like you know you can kind of get both in the same time um so obviously like in in cutting off bad habits some things you can cut off just like that like halas like no more but some things you have to gradually like okay like I have a TikTok addiction I'll replace like mm-hmm. five minutes mm-hmm. with Sira and then just you know like ease yeah. into it 
So, <laughs> but honestly, it might just be easier to to just like delete the app and like that month. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for sure, like cutting off bad habits. Because I mean, TikTok, you don't really get to you don't get to like be careful not to watch uh like inappropriate things or you don't get to be careful not to listen to music because the whole app is based on music. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are yeah, I mean, there are accounts I do follow that um they like مثلاً حمي. I don't know how if this is how you pronounce it, oh, but yeah. she posts really, really good content, and she doesn't use music, and like her content is based on like beneficial um, uh, things toward towards getting closer to Allah and stuff like that. So um, there are accounts like that, but but yeah, yeah, so you basically can't avoid it. So the best thing to do at this point for TikTok is delete it. <laughs> delete it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, with music you can replace it with. My brother shared this, and a sheet artist will like link it. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's just like he sings without like it's a cappella and it's about like the dean and everything. Mm-hmm. So you can like replace it with that. You can listen to more Quran. So just kind of like yeah. find an alternative. Yeah, because, alhamdulillah, yeah. there are a lot, like endless lists of alternatives. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what number we're on, but the next step <laughs> is to uh, Ramadan meetings, which is basically because. I especially like coming or especially a, there was a year in my life that we literally had no family around and all my friends were like non-Muslim or if they were Muslim they weren't uh, they weren't practicing much so I, I really felt like that disconnection and even though it's Islam is like it is one God you know and you pray for one God it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's it but what's also important is having that sisterhood that brotherhood where you know uh, basically get to like connect with each other as like humans because that's so important uniting with each other for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know yeah 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 and Islam too I heard once it's like it's about jama'ah and like unit because it's one god but it's like it's unifying that's the thing it like unifies everybody no matter like what race you're from yeah. what culture high age anything so I feel like it's it's so important although I also have the same like um, thought of like I'm gonna go to the mountains and not talk to anyone like <laughs> you know just me and God but like um, I feel like it's really important and it's so f- uh, filling even if you're like introverted and you don't really like hanging around other people um, because it's for like Allah's sake and like you guys are yeah. doing something meaningful um, that it's I feel that it's gonna fill you rather than drain you inshallah so that's kind of what I noticed I feel like when I'm around friends and we're just talking about like whatever and like there's no meaning to it I find that I'm easily drained but inshallah that like yeah. when you're around friends like in the masjid you guys are reading Quran together or like yeah, discussing yeah. deen um having like a little like study group and meet once a week or something like I feel like that's really going to be beneficial yeah and um maybe converts don't really uh, like if uh, their family are non-muslims they don't they can't really connect with their family uh, based on like uh, for the sake of islam but if you are um what's it called if you're blessed enough to be born in a muslim family uh, that i think it's also very beautiful to connect connect with your sisters with your mother with your, with your father um to like speak about like speak about everything in islam and you know discuss it out um like pray together like it's such a beautiful thing and come on with friends as you said or like uh, friends in masjid or even friends where you can literally meet online and as I said, easy access. We could, we're literally calling right now for the sake. Oh, I mean, yeah. we are filming it for our podcast, but still, it's like we're doing something in for Ramadan for um, speaking it out, you know. Um, yeah. And also, Dean and Chai, you know her, right? Yeah, 
Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she also does like sometimes uh, for on Fridays. I'm not sure if she's going to do anything on Ramadan, but I'm assuming since like on Fridays, sometimes she does like uh, reading Surah Kaf together and you would join her Zoom meeting. I feel like that's so beautiful too. And Kaman, there are like communities online like uh, the I3 Institute. You know, there are many communities out there like meeting based on for for islam you know meeting just to like inform each other on things for like connecting with each other um islamically you know it's it's just a thing that i feel like is so necessary so true yeah and we'll link some in the description box um, yeah inshallah and yeah last the last point, point yes we're towards the end our uh, last point is to truly connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so obviously like connecting with other people being of service and everything but obviously like with the intention and I don't know just like forming that bond between you and God mm. um and so one way to do this is through dua and honestly I'm like really bad at dua like it's not <laughs> like my Quran teacher every week she asks me like man what's your dua of the week like she like makes me make dua and stuff and I'm just like like you know, just want to get better at, like, I don't know, like, I just get so, I, don't, I can't do it, you know, I just, like, I see all these shiuch and stuff, they, like, they, like, yeah. really slay the dua, yeah, and I'm, like, wow. like you know? <laughs> but, um, the sheikh said that, like, um, when it comes to dua, like, just sit down for five minutes, even if you don't even say a single word, like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in your heart, yeah. and, like, even if you just sit there in silence, as long as you're, like, like one day it'll come, you know, and like just practice, you know. And another way too is you could memorize some du'as, but as long as you know the meaning and like it comes from your heart. But yeah, I think the most important thing is just like to talk to God, you know, like just mm-hmm. sit and on your mat and just like talk. And I feel like that's it's really important because Allah is the only one who understands you like 100%. Like yeah. your friends won't even like, and my brother was saying this too, how like, you know, you can have like really close friends, but if you're struggling at 3 a.m., like, you cannot call them and be like, yeah. hi. Yeah, like, I mean, okay, there was know? that TikTok. They were like, sometimes Allah wakes you up on purpose, like, or sometimes Allah keeps you awake at, like, 3 a.m. because he wants you to speak to him. So I'm like, oh, wait, oh, my God. That's so, like. <gasps> oh, my God. But, yeah. That actually happened to me today. I don't know. I was rolling in bed at, like, 5 a.m. And I was like, I just, like, went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. It's not, like, mandatory, but. <laughs> Sorry, my phone. <laughs> It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's not mandatory. It's just like a really good opportunity, you know, to take off. Um, yeah, what else? Beautiful. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep it in mind, inshallah. Other and than dua, guys. Yeah, inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than dua is like prayers. Prayers are so important. And they're like, my, I feel like my ultimate struggles because sometimes I have such beautiful like um, prayers with Allah. But then sometimes I just don't know how to connect, like how to actually like, but I, we did talk about it. I don't know which episode we did talk about it, but like... Oh, the, yeah, the like, summer one. Tips. We were like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the summer one. But um, like the most tips were like, for me personally, that really affected me was like actually understanding the ayahs I'm like talking mm-hmm. and saying. And um, what else? Or, and taking time in like the sujood part, because the sujood is also similar to like what you're saying, but dua, but like you're in it at the moment and... I wish I could do this more often, but like basically like empty my chest out like to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And um, even if I don't know what to say, like even if I don't know what to pray for, because you know, I'm, I'm pretty much, all of us are pretty much ignorant. We don't know what's the best for us. So at least pray what, you know, what's best for you comes to you, you know, because we really don't know. But yeah, um, yeah. I really, really want to have uh, like a, 
prayers that I actually feel something in because I'm so yeah. desperate for it. But at the same time, I feel like I'm not putting much effort. But inshallah, yeah. all of us uh, get to uh, improve in ourselves, Ramadan or not Ramadan. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I was going to add to for prayers that like, you know, when you're um like saying from Allah, you don't have to ask for something specific. You could just talk about like how you're feeling. You could be like, I'm yeah. scared. I'm like, I feel lost. Like, can you that? You know, and then mm-hmm. I feel like the request is gonna come with that, like, guide me this that. Mm-hmm. Um, so subhanAllah, I feel like, yeah. And and same with the learning the meanings. Um, one person who like explains to see it and stuff, um, he was saying that like when you know the meanings and like you know like what you're saying, then like when you're standing in tarawih, you know, behind an imam and you actually get, get what he's what the Quran is saying, like mm-hmm. you'll like your jaw will drop like you'll feel like your heart is just you know mm. so I feel like yeah knowing it and then one thing too it's like if you don't know the meanings because I feel like it's just gonna take years like to fully like no one can mm. fully understand the Quran there's always more to learn um but one thing too is like just to slow down like you know it's not an Eminem rap like just slow down you know yeah just, like, read slowly yeah, um, yeah, I feel like if you do your salah slower, it like helps you. Yeah, because time is not running out, and even if time is running out, would you really rather do? Would you really rather be doing something else other than praying? Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, you could. Uh, I just like I'm saying this advice right now, but I'm I'm struggling to say it because I wish I could actually do that. But really, like, I wish I could just be like, you know what? Like, I could really just pause my life. Like, there's nothing like that's gonna like like there's nobody pointing a gun at me right now and telling me to just finish yeah. praying you know exactly. um but yeah, yeah. uh i think uh, is there anything else to say no that's pretty i think that's pretty much it yeah. um and we'll definitely like leave some links in the description for you guys yeah, like, things that um like resources for seattle mm-hmm. or, i know there's also this channel called dean stream and it has so many like so mm-hmm. many different um inshallah okay and hope you guys benefited from this episode and inshallah we all get to have an amazing amazing ramadan and yeah bye